Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, this week, I've got a very special guest uh, catching up with uh, Otis Hope Carey. Otis is part of the new generation of uh, contemporary Indigenous Australian artists. Yeah, he's been finding a lot of success with his art and his career is just going gangbusters at the moment. In this interview, we discuss uh, his art and his career, um, also his career as a pro surfer and just some of the amazing projects he's worked on and um, the opportunities that he's had come his way. Uh, Otis is being awarded the GQ magazine Artist of the Year. Uh, he's also uh, worked closely with Chris Hemsworth, the actor, and uh, he's been doing a brand collab with uh, Louis Vuitton. One last thing just before we, uh, we get into the interview. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that the doors are open for the February intake of the Art Career Academy uh, six-week online course where I am one of the teachers alongside Claire Bradshaw. Uh, the spaces are filling up pretty quickly, so um, if you're interested, I recommend getting in there. Uh, it's such a good course, in my opinion. Uh, you know, I've even got a lot out of doing it from the teacher's point of view. Uh, I've also been redoing it as a student just to see what I can get out of it for my own art career. Um, because as we know, the artist's journey never ends. From the feedback from uh, the previous students, they've just had nothing but good things to say about it. And um, yeah, just wanted to make sure that you guys all knew about it so you don't miss out. To sign up, simply go to artcareeracademy.com and uh, all the details are there. All right, let's get into the interview. I am a Goombanga man and a Bunjalung man, so um, born in Grafton, raised in uh, Bush pretty much, first few years of my life outside of Grafton, and then um, moved to Coffs when I was about five or so, something like that, and then um, was a water kid, grew up around the water, dad was a waterman. Um, on my Goombanga side, our totem, we got a shared totem. Uh, that's the ocean, we call the ocean gargle. Um, I think, yeah, inevitably, I was going to uh, end up having a career that involved the ocean in some way, shape or form. Uh, lived in Sydney for about 10 years, 12 years. And then moved back up to Bunjilung country, to Byron. Met my missus that I'm with now up there, up here, actually. We are in Bajalung country right now. Um, but yeah, and then we moved back down to Goombanga country, down to Sawtell. And then now it's been a year since we moved back up here. And that's pretty much my story in a short. Yeah. And how did, um, how did art come into your life? Um, I started painting 2013... Uh, I was severely depressed and um, was seeking therapy for quite some time and uh, I started seeing a new therapist in Sydney and she mentioned that the way that I speak about things that I feel passionate about was quite um, imaginative and um, colourful and um so she 
sort of put the idea for that I should start like um, painting how I feel, and that's kind of how it's how my art career started. Yeah. And what were those early paintings like? Do they look at, resemble anything like you're doing now? Oh no, nah, they're they're like I've probably got some photos. Actually, there would be photos on my Instagram, but um. Yeah, nothing like I do now, but that's, you've got to start somewhere and once you start to learn about what you're doing and who you are, um, yeah, it all grows and it's still growing today, it's still changing and growing. Yeah, the creative um, journey never ends, does it? No, oh, it, I mean, inspiration is infinite if you know where to seek it. Exactly. But also I feel that there's like this constant evolution that happens throughout artists' lives. If you look at the artists with the longest careers, they very rarely stay painting the same thing or creating the same imagery for, the, for their whole life or their whole career. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just, you just got to, I mean, you can sit in an empty room and still find, you know, a year's worth of inspiration of paintings. Yeah, totally, totally, I agree. So the first uh, work of yours I came across were um, road murals. I saw you've got one in Byron and um, they've also got one in Rose Street in Fitzroy in Melbourne. Where's the one in Byron? Is there one in, is there one <laughs> in that laneway? No, that's, that's, that's not mine. Isn't it? No. Oh, really? I actually applied for that though. I know what you're talking about. It's like, a, it's like in between the bottle shop drive through and the backpackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have sworn that that was by nah, you. No. I, I think I did apply for that though. So, uh, okay, so let me rephrase that. The first one, artwork of yours I saw was in, uh, in Melbourne um, on the road. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. That was like 200 metres long. Yeah, it's really long. You painted the whole, whole street. Mm. Um, uh, how early in your uh, art journey was that? Um, that was the first year of COVID. Mm -hmm. So about seven years in. Mm. Yeah, don't know. I don't count. Yeah. <laughs> so how, um, like how did that come, come about? And was that the first time you painted in that, that way on, on um, the road? And... So I actually didn't even paint that. We created a stencil and uh, they had to hire these dudes who were, they were basically like council workers that just had all the gear and I don't know. Yeah. But so yeah, you designed it. I got, yeah, yeah, I designed it. They created the stencil. Um, but the project manager on that project, um, reached out to me on Instagram. She was just like, I'd really love for you to put in a like a design proposal. So I did. And then I got the job. It's a pretty cool job. Yeah. And, um, how'd you get the idea to work on the ground like that? Um, or did they put that idea? Yeah. That's well, that's why those, those like. I don't know what you'd call them. They're like road painting specialists. It's a special paint. It's like mm. heated up. Yeah. Same stuff. They do the lines on the, the yeah, road. Like yeah. But yeah. They, but they were spraying it. They used like a spray, special spray thing. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. Cool, cool, they, pro they, cool process. Yeah. They got a little um, plaque for you on the wall there. Oh, do they? Yeah. You should rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> always, people always, um, when I first commented and posted the uh, photo of it, Someone said, oh, it'd be sick to just do a couple of doughies. And I'm like, please do and film it. It'd be sick. <laughs> it's a bit of an arrow street for doughies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just get it on a scooter or something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we're currently uh, neighbours, studio neighbours at the moment. And, um, and I've seen you working away in your studio. And there's, I've seen videos of you working online as well. And you seem to sort of uh, 
just paint freely like yeah uh, and you know do you do much drawing or anything or do you like sketch up your paintings or do you just sort of launch into them no no i've never used stencils um the only time i've used stencil works for, for instance for that road uh that road project in melbourne but um no i've never used a stencil no like drawings and stuff like do you do you draw up like say in pencil like nah, what you're going to do nothing, first or nothing nothing just all it's just it's just free-flowing my work is free-flowing hmm. Yeah, because the one thing that I've always found, and I've spoken with a lot of artists about this, is that, that circles are a real pain in the ass. To yeah. do. Like, especially freehand. And your, your work, um, you use a lot of circles, and yeah. you do massive circles, like yeah. really big ones. And, you seem to, and, and not just one, you'll do like a circle that goes out into many, many circles. Yeah. And you do all that freehand, do you? Yeah. Yeah, how do you, how do you, how does it not turn into like an egg or something as you get near? I, don't, I just, I don't know. I kind of just, um, I, I, you know, I just don't think about it. I just trust in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the more you think about something going wrong, it's going to go wrong. I don't know. And it's muscle memory too. I've been doing it for so long now. It's kind of just, I don't even think about it. I just do it. Yeah. And so when you uh, paint these murals and things, and even your canvases, so you, you'll do one layer and then look at it and think, what else does this need? And then maybe add another layer. Yeah, well, it, the body work that I'm painting at the moment that I've been painting, the gargle works, uh, the ocean works, they've got like the bottom layer, the circles that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then this top layer, it's like um, these crossing over uh, patterns on top, which represent spiritual connection, you know, overlapping tides and currents. So that body of work's always got the same sort of theme and story. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's about the ocean. Yep. Cool. Didn't yep. know that. I always saw flow in it. Yeah. 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 Um. So with uh with that uh mural that you put online was it yesterday or today the one that in Adelaide last night yeah last night gee that was that was massive and with the scaffolding as well yeah like, the scap what. Because you, you would have been working, like trying to do those circles, perfect, but reaching through scaffolding at yeah. the same time. So we, <laughs> well, I shouldn't tell you this, the public, but we take, we kind of customise the scaffolding to, oh, yeah. to sort of make it a bit easier. But um, yeah, it's really hard when the scaffolding, so I, <clears throat> I try and get the scaffolding at least 300 off the wall, so there's room for me to move, mm. otherwise it's it's merely impossible to get this, the, the flow and the shape right. For instance, I did the Louis Vuitton store in Brisbane and the scaffolding was like, I could barely fit my fist in yeah. front of the scaffolding. And that was that, that probably added another half a day's work on top of the job. Yeah. How, how'd you get that Louis Vuitton job? Um, I don't know, I've kind of been loosely doing stuff with them for a few years now actually just hit me up for a design uh, for like a vinyl to go in seven of their most biggest men's stores around the world. Mm-hmm. So we're just doing that at the moment, which is cool. It's cool to be um, sort of keep keep that flow of work going with them. Yeah. Hopefully I get to do something. Yeah, that's a, bit, a great opportunity. Bigger than murals soon. Yeah. What do you mean by bigger than murals? I don't know. It'd be cool to do a little little capsule with them or something yeah but we'll see yeah well, i saw you did the um the hand painted um 
cases with them. Oh, the trunks, yeah. Mm. yeah. That looked pretty good. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah. Did they just reach out to you? Yeah, yep. What an opportunity. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. I love I love painting like awkward shapes like that. I mean they're not it's not an awkward shape, but once you start painting boxes it's pretty awkward. Yeah. Especially if you're in circles. Yeah. <laughs> it's but it's it's good fun. I love, I love doing that stuff. Yeah. So on um on top of being a professional artist, you're also a surfer as well. Are you a pro surfer? Uh yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. I, mean, I get I get paid to surf like i've got salaries sponsorship salaries yeah and i take it that came along before the art yeah yeah i've been a sponsored surfer since i was in my teens okay yeah cool do you find that um you know having a name and presence within the surf industries open up art opportunities for you oh 100 yeah yeah in what way uh i just well i had quite a uh good following from the surf industry that came that followed my art journey. Mm-hmm. So I think from that, just sort of amplified. I had that, already had that audience that was able to amp- amplify my art. Mm. Yeah. That's a good, um, it's a good crossover, you know, like, because, yeah. you know, you, your art, res- you're, you know, you're painting the ocean, but you also spend a lot of time in there yeah. as well. Yeah. And, uh, and you're known as a man of the ocean. Yeah. I, um, I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have, the ocean yeah I don't know probably in jail to be honest <laughs> well lucky you live by the ocean then. <laughs> <laughs> man I'm lucky for the ocean yeah so you're uh, yeah you're pretty heavily tattooed as well you're sort of uh, locked into you've got your two careers and you you went and got your job stoppers so. yeah. <laughs> I'm not done yet yeah but yeah I don't know the older I get the the, the more tattoos hurt no, I think I'm just becoming soft in my older age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so getting back to your uh, beginnings in art, um, was there was there anyone who like you know showed you the ropes in the early early days, or did you just mm. sit there on your own and figure it out yourself? No, I'm self-taught. Never done an art class. Um, I just yeah, I just figured it out myself. I, uh, yeah, I think, but. A part of that was figuring out who I was as well. And the deeper I delve into who I was as a person, the easier it was to figure out how to paint. Mm-hmm. The two really went hand in hand for me. Yeah. And what, what were the first things that you were starting to do? You said that it looks completely different to what you're doing now. Yeah, it was kind of like flashy. I used to be quite good at drawing like birds and shit like that sort of started out like that and then it turned into like geometrical weird shapes and then from there it turned into like indigenous contemporary indigenous art yeah cool um and what was your what was your first break like what was um the first art opportunity that came your way um i started painting in 2013 i had a, my first solo show at china heights 2016 so it was like oh. a quick turnaround. Yeah. So quick. Wow. Yeah. And that was a sellout show. And I think I had about oh, 30 works in that show. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. And you're still working with China Heights till this day? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, do you work with any other galleries around the world? Mm, uh, what's that gallery in Miami? 
It's terrible. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They just ask for works through China Heights. So I just send them. Oh yeah, so China Heights still represent you, and then yeah, go, go to another guy. Yeah. To China Heights, all those workers are agent for you. Yeah, yeah. Nina at China Heights, she's my um, creative manager. Okay. And then I've got a surf manager, Mick Kane. Wow. Yeah. So then you just have to focus on um, doing what you do best. Eh? Yeah. Otherwise, it's the admin work. I'd be, I'd just be on the laptop like you know half the week. Yeah. Mate, welcome to my world. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty, uh, pretty lucky, man. Yeah, it's, I'm um, very lucky. It's all, uh, it's all taken off for you really quickly, and you're getting amazing opportunities. And um, yeah, you seem to be very well respected in the surf and art communities. Thanks. I, I don't know. I just, I'm just doing what feels right yeah. and what's making me happy and keeping me busy. Yeah got to keep busy otherwise you just end up getting in trouble yeah totally <laughs> so when you had that solo show uh did you go full-time with your art after that or were you i guess you were already living off your surfing yeah so. yeah just i um right before then i lost my sponsorship with insight because i went bankrupt and there was like six months where i didn't have a uh, major sponsor so I actually was working in a shaping bay cleaning out the shaping bays doing a bit of labouring work um, and painting surfboards at Misfit surfboards for a bit of extra cash as well as like yeah creating art so I was, I was very busy yeah so one of the uh, other murals I saw that you did that got a lot of um, attention was the, the mural did at uh, Chris Hemsworth's house. Oh, yep. Yeah, how, how did that come about? Uh, so the foreman on uh, Chris's build on that house, he's got just outside of Byron. Um, the foreman, Stanny, he's a good mate of mine. And Stanny had a, one of my artworks on his wall. And Chris went over to Stanny's house and saw the work and really liked my work and... He was going to commission me to do a, a big canvas piece for him in his new house. And then um, he ended up having this big blank wall. And he's like, well, why don't you just do a mural for me? And I was like, well, all right, let's go. And that's how it happened. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, good opportunity. Yeah. Did you spark up a friendship with him? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually really good friends with him now. We get along really well. He's a beautiful dude. Mm. No, that's cool. And is that how um, you got the opportunity to do um, some costume work for the new Thor movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the cloak. Yeah. Yeah, the cloak in the Thor movie. That was cool to see. Yeah. It's a pretty uh, big honour for you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I should celebrate my wins, but I'm just... I don't really like attention. Mm. So I just... I'm, I don't do what I do for attention. I just do it because I love creating and... I just want to make my friends and family proud of my work. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've done that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, have you got any other projects like that coming up with, um, uh, with Chris? No, but the last project I did with Chris was a Nat Geo episode. Um, that's out on Disney at the moment. What, what was that? Uh, it was a, an episode. He's doing that. Uh, what's it called? It's about like body science. And the episode I did with him was about memory. Okay. So you were actually on camera with him? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. So brand work seems to be a big part of your um, art practice. 
like, you know, you'll be working with uh, Louis Vuitton and then um, I saw you working on some designs for Billabong the other day and, um, yeah, like, what what other projects like that have you done and what, what brands do you work with? And um, I, try to, I try not to do too much brand work. Um, the last few years, yeah, it's just been Billabong, making those clothing ranges with Billabong. Um, and, yeah, a little bit of work with Louis Vuitton, um, Longin watches... Uh, ruin art, the champagne. Um, that's all off the top of my head. That's all I can really think about at the moment. I try not to do too much, and if I do do something, I try and make it like quite high end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's best approach for your art. You work out, you know, you know the, the the where you want your art to be positioned, and yeah, look at the brands that are aligned with that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's for me, it's just all about promoting my culture and telling stories. I think that's like. It's a bit chalk and cheese, like having Indigenous art a part of a high-end um, company. But I, I don't know. I think that's. I think it's quite a good way to break down walls and create spaces to learn about culture. Yeah, totally. Um, so, can you tell me a bit more about your art and, and your culture? Yeah. So, I paint. Um, well, I describe my work as um, contemporary Indigenous art. I try to uh, tell stories in a broken down new age contemporary form. Um, try to, I don't know, just tell a story through a different lens. I think sometimes, you know, um, telling cultural stories without losing the respect and integrity of where the story is and where it's from is a great way to share. It just breaks down walls, creates safe spaces for people to have conversations and learn. And because we're all, we're all, at the end of the day, we're all here to learn from each other. And um, yeah, I just think that's an important for me to be able to actually sit in that and know that that's at the end of the day what I'm trying to achieve, and just to stick to that and honor that. And yeah. And what are some of these stories? Uh, connection. I think. Um, Indigenous people are so connected, but we all are. And um, I just feel a lot of um, non-Indigenous Australians are a bit disconnected to their connection to all the elements. Um, and, and I think Indigenous people are very good at guiding people into seeing those connections that people have. Because we all share those elements together. We're all connected together. Totally. And so the, these stories, are they stories that you've grown up with? Yeah, well, the, the stories that I like to share are sort of my own connection. Um, I've always been very connected to my culture growing up and I'm always learning something new every day. Mm-hmm. And I always want to share those stories and connections. That's great. So we, um, you know, we talked about the brand work you were doing and some murals and stuff as well. Like, is, is exhibiting a big part of your art practice? Yeah, I, last year I didn't have, uh, 2023 I didn't have an art show, a solo show. I just wanted to have a year off. Um, I was feeling pretty burnt out, like art can really take it out of me. I don't, I don't do things in halves. I'm either 100 or nothing. And when I put all of my concentration, my heart, my soul, my spirit into something, it really just takes it out of me. So I just needed that year off to 
do fun things, do fun projects, and I was able to do that, and I'm feeling pretty recharged to have a show this year, so I've got a show in September. Oh, great. Mm. China Heights? China Heights, yeah. Cool. Yeah, because I see you working on uh, lots of commissions all the time, and um, yeah, you seem to be really busy in the studio. Yeah, it um, takes me a while to get through the commissions at the moment. I'm just, I just come in, I'll do an hour, I leave, go for a surf. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of the commissions are just for friends and family at the moment too, so there's no rush to get those done. Yeah. Especially what, in the heat, it gets hot in these fucking sheds. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have some systems work. Oh. Man, I'll put my head under the water and sit there with a fan on me. It's <laughs> like, oh, I, can, I can take it now. You know, it has been a hot summer. Oh. The other day when that rain dumped and then the wind turned, oh, it smelled like cow shit in here. <laughs> that was a good day. I didn't last long paint that day. No. <laughs> So when you, when you work as well, you work uh, sitting on the ground. Like yeah, you I like paint to, directly flat I'll, on. Yeah, I like to sit on the ground and paint. I feel mm. most comfortable, most connected. Um, I don't know why. I'm pretty flexible though. That's maybe that's why mm. the ground's good for me. I get a sore back if I stand up too long too. But I just feel comfortable painting on the ground. Mm. Oh, that's good. I might have to try it out. And get the spray gun on the ground. <laughs> I paint with brushes and stuff as well, but um. Yeah, I think, oh man, I reckon the first day of me doing that, I'll be in a lot of pain. Yeah, I mean, I surf as well, so my body's pretty limp when I go to the gym too, so. Yeah. I feel like I'm not at the age yet where sitting on the ground's hurting me. Yeah. Now, I'm at that age where I have to start sitting on the ground <laughs> so I can limber up for the future, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah. So, uh, you said that you... Uh, Worked with a gallery over in Miami through China Heights. Have you got any other um, like international projects going on? Uh, Robert Fontaine, that gallery is. Um, do I have any other gallery stuff going on? Oh, just uh, international projects. You uh, seem to be traveling around a lot. Well, I did a, a massive mural for Capella, Singapore. Mm-hmm. And then the, I did a mural in the owner's house of Capella in Singapore. That was cool. Um, that's supposed to be private. I probably I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you on that. But <laughs> don't we have to pause that? No, yeah. you don't have to delete it. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just overseas projects. I'm just gonna send some works to Robert Fontaine this year, and I'd love to have a show over there. He seems to be selling my works over there, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, cool. That's that's good. I've no, I've been, I listen to a lot of um, you know podcasts and stuff from art things that are happening around the world and I've noticed that in America there, there's a, a spotlight on um, contemporary indigenous mm. art so and in um, like uh, Europe countries uh, at the moment indigenous art is quite quite popular mm. so I don't know we'll see yeah one thing at a time yeah well you seem to be in a really good position right now and you know, ride the wave, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, you um you were uh, awarded by GQ magazine recently, Artist of the Year. Yeah. Twenty twenty three. I tricked them pretty good to get that award. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's nice to be um acknowledged on that level. Yeah, totally. It's nice. Yeah. How how'd that all come about? Do you have ties with them in any way, or no. they just no chose you? Yeah. Just got the call up. It's cool. Yeah, it's really good. It's always good to be acknowledged. Yeah. 
feels nice. Yeah. So it was a good night going out to the awards, and you got, yeah, the, you got the award on the mantelpiece, though. Oh, where is it? Oh no, it's <laughs> in my walk-in wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably put it out somewhere where I can see it. Yeah. Are you um? Are you interested in uh, uh, entering art prizes or anything like that? Are you if you got um, you interest? Are you looking at getting into the like as the art establishment in any way, or are you sort of um, you know working with your galleries and? Uh, and doing various projects. Uh, I was a finalist in the Win Prize a few years ago. Um, I don't know. Not to like talk shit on the art world, but it's just it's quite just some of the people involved are just not nice people. I guess I don't know. I just want to do what makes me feel good and create good good art. I'll, I'll probably apply the, the win prize again this year yeah next year this year whatever year we'll see yeah is the um the wins the landscape one isn't it yeah yeah so um do you consider your uh your paintings ocean landscapes or ocean seascapes yeah ocean yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, my, all my works are related to the ocean yeah and is it more of an aerial view on like currents and things like um that? yes and no Bottom layer is an aerial view. Top layer is a spiritual view. Okay, cool. And do you look at uh, look at maps and things for reference, or you nah. just make the you just feel into them? And oh no, I it? know my country so well. I, I just I, the, the maps are in my heart. Like I just know them. Yeah, cool. With this exhibition that's coming up this year, are you have you got any concepts on that or? No, um, not yet. Oh, I've got an idea, but I just... It's kind of like just a spin on the bodywork that I've been painting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just couldn't... Like, experimenting's fun, I don't want to, but I just don't have the time to... Uh, experimenting with new works at the moment. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. I'm running out of time. It usually takes me like nine months to paint for a show, but coming up pretty quick yeah you're already down to what is it seven <laughs> you <need> to work <laughs> yeah you'll have to cancel that surf this afternoon no i'm going surfing. <laughs> yeah so um so even with the colors and stuff like that like i've noticed that you you work with uh, a particular color palette like you have reoccurring colors within your work uh, yeah. do the colors mean mean things to you as well yeah so the colors that i use um they're always sort of pastel based really soft earthy colors and i use those colors because they resemble uh, certain colored rocks around headlands certain colored flowers um, certain shades of greens around headlands um, and i use pink a lot because it's my favorite color cool it's great um are you uh have you got a particular color palette you're gonna go into this new exhibition with or yeah probably a lot of green yeah green pink yellow yeah that that mural that you put up last night on instagram with the greens that looked yeah really beautiful. i've been working with a lot of green the last little bit just i don't know i just i, I just really it's real calming it is calming i, I completely agree as you can see from looking around the studio a lot yeah. of green <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I drive I, I drive around here this area and all i see is just green on the ground and blue in the sky and yeah. it's just it's really seeped into my artwork since yeah, been we're, lucky. we're lucky around here that's for sure yeah i know um 
yeah definitely a good place to be living and yeah. based as an artist as well very uh, inspirational yeah it yeah. is Hi there artists, it's Claire, coach and teacher from the Art Career Academy and I'm just interrupting your regular programming to share some really exciting news. So the doors have been flung wide open for enrolment in the next live round of Going Pro, our exclusive six-week online signature course tailored for early and emerging artists who are eager to catapult their careers to new heights. So picture this, a vibrant art community of dedication, talent, and proactive energy. That's precisely the atmosphere we're curating in our upcoming course and mentorship program. So if you've been grappling with frustration or feeling lost in the maze of building your art career, then we've got the proven roadmap to guide you and support you. So say goodbye to uncertainty and hello to a crystal clear pathway forwards this year. So if this sounds like you, then we recommend jumping in soon as this opportunity is only available for a limited time and may also be the only time that we run this live this year. There's also limited spots to ensure each participant receives the individualized attention and support that they deserve. If you're a fast action taker, then you'll get the early bird pricing, which finishes on February 21st and you'll pocket an extra $200 in savings. And that's Australian dollars, by the way. Let's bring your artistic dreams into reality this year together. Tom and I are absolutely buzzing with excitement to embark on this transformative journey by your side. Our last round was absolutely epic and we can't wait to do it all again. All right, let's dive back into today's episode and keep those creative juices flowing. Bye. All right, Otis, so you are ready for some rapid fire questions? Fire. All righty. Um, name one artist who you think deserves more shine. Deserves more shine. Uh, I, lo- I love Max Berry's work. Yeah. He's another China Heights artist, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. I love it. He's he's great. He's like the king of gradient. Yeah, yeah. I love his work too. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's one medium you'd love to work with? Ooh, glass. Yeah. Why is Pers- that? Perspex glass. I don't know. I'd love to like etch some like patterns in the glass and then use um, projections. I don't know. I've got it in my head. I just got to experiment. All right. If it's in the head, you know, the hard <laughs> part's done. Now you just yeah. got to make it happen. Um, what's one skill you wish you had? Music, yeah. Are you, you're in, you're a big music lover. Love music. Yeah. You never played an instrument. Violin. Oh yeah. Wow. Didn't pick you for a violin. Yeah. No one does. <laughs> <laughs> was that it? Was that in younger years? Younger. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, who are some of your favourite artists? Uh, I don't really have favourites. I don't know. It's too. I I like all all art. All aspects of art is like my favourite art, so it's hard to pick a favourite. Yeah. Do you pay much attention to the art world or anything nah, like that? No, nah, yeah. fuck all. Yeah, you're just living your life. Yeah, and just doing do, what I'm do doing. your thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, because like, I feel that uh, you know, to build an art career, uh, it, you know, there's lots of knowledge you need. And you seem to have sort of come in, done your own thing and um, found yeah. success with it. I just, yeah. I, I guess too, like I, I want to be influenced by my own um, beliefs, by my own emotions, by my own spiritual connections. And if mm-hmm. I'm constantly looking at other people's art, it's going to leak its way into my practice. Yeah. Do you look at um, other Indigenous artists? No. No? What advice would you give your younger self? Um, 
Ooh, have as much fun as you can, but also be as respectful as you can. Yeah, I like that. And I know the answer to this one, but uh, do you keep regular work hours? Oh my God, my work. Because <laughs> I've got kids that just started school, my work hours are whack. Yeah. Just it'll whenever be, you fit it in. Yeah, right? just whenever I can fit it in. Yeah. <laughs> do you work in the evenings at all or anything like that? Yeah. I'll, on, when was it? The other night I put the kids to bed and came in till like 12. Yeah. So it just, it varies on um, my day, what I've got going on. I just try and, because arts, it's not really a priority of mine. Like it's always family first, then what I need to do for myself, then art. Yeah. Lucky, yeah. No, no, I'm very lucky. Yeah, yeah. So you said that you, um, you told me that you're building a, a shed on the new property you've got, yep. and um, you're going to build a studio there. Do you think your work hours will change, being um, having your house and your studio on the same property? Uh, I'll probably work more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you'll need to because <laughs> you've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's already a shed on the property, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to work out of it. There's a uh, Stephen Kay, an artist. He was working actually renting the shed that I just bought so it's already sort of set up oh that's good well it's got walls and things like that all <clears> yeah walls, sink toilet all that yeah cool um do you have a uh, dream project you'd love to work on Ooh, dream project I would love to hand paint like a really high-end car <clears throat> like a I don't know Rolls Royce or something yeah you can see uh, Rico Rennie's Rolls Royce. Yeah, that was so sick. Yeah. yeah, I saw that in the flesh. I went to Does his he studio. Own that? Oh, yeah, he bought it. Yeah, yeah. I so went to his sick. studio when he was painting it, and just saw it sitting there. It was like, oh wow! But then to actually see the footage come out and the, the finished artwork, yeah. it was like, wow, that was yeah. amazing. I love Rico's work, actually. Yeah, he's a legend. Um, where are you wanting to take your art career? No, just wherever it takes me. Really, yeah. I'm just letting it sort of take control I'm just painting it does all the work not me go with the flow yeah ride the wave yep it's just so many ridings of the wave oh, yeah. it's, uh... it's lots of waves <laughs> uh, do you have any future plans or projects in the pipeline uh, no not really no I, I kind of I just I don't I just sort of work on what's in front of me I don't all the planning and stuff I kind of leave up to Nina um, yeah, she'll come with me uh, with a proposal from a company and I'll just tell her how I feel, what I think, what, I, what my thoughts are around it and then if it goes ahead I sort of just tell her what I see in that project and if it doesn't go ahead, it doesn't go ahead and then I just keep going about my day, yeah. I don't know. I try not to think too far forward. Yeah. Do you feel that having the, um, your surf career uh, and income coming in from that has helped take a lot of pressure off your art career? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the two go hand in hand. Like, the surf stuff will ramp up and I'll be doing some work there and then that'll die down and the art stuff will ramp up. And like, it's they're very... Yeah. I'm lucky to have two of those incomes. Yeah. And when, when you go surf, like, if you're on a surf trip overseas or something, do you feel... Um, do you do any art when you're on those trips? No, I can't. I um, I just focus on one thing. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll get I get really overwhelmed quite easily. So if I'm just focusing on the one thing and the one thing only, I'm good. Mm. 
as soon as I start to incorporate other things while I'm trying to focus on one thing, I'll get super overwhelmed and just, I don't know, I just spin out a bit. Yeah. And finally, where's the uh, best place for people to see your artwork online? Uh, China Heights website. That'd be the best place. Um, that's the only place, really. What about your Instagram? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Come on, I don't you're, post you're... much on there. Yeah, but there's plenty of your artwork on <laughs> yeah, there. <I> guess. <laughs> there's all the projects and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty lazy with posting. I should post more, but I just don't see the point in it, really. Yeah. Well, he's got an Instagram as well, people. <laughs> What's your handle? Oh, it's just Otis Hope Carey. Yeah. Mm. There's a, I guess there's a bit on there. Yeah. Well, that's right. I see you pop up a lot. Yeah. More so, I don't go to the China Heights Gallery that much. Yeah. Oh, into the uh, website that much. Yeah. 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 But all, I, I don't know, I guess the Insta stuff's like, I've got SOS right now, I can't go on there, but... Yeah, Instagram's good. I shouldn't knock it. It's a great way to like see people's work, what they're up to. Yeah. And connect with people and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I should. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't knock it so badly. No. As long as you don't spend all your it's just day a time on it. waster. Yeah. Laying in bed till twelve at night, scrolling relentlessly <laughs> into the void. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Otis. Well, um. Yeah, thanks a lot for taking the time to sit down and have a chat. Is is there anything else you wanted to cover off while we're sitting uh, here? No, I don't think so. Yeah? No. Yeah. Well, it's been good to sit down and have a chat. We uh, you know, we see each other around the farm here <laughs> a lot, but uh, we've both always got our head down and, and working away, so it's been good to sit down and Thanks for having me. Chat. No worries.